0: i'm ryan siddle this is the challenge redditors react latest podcast episode my bum is warm because levi has left me in the hot seat this week but of course i am not alone because with me is the cp3po to my r2d2 the serena to my venus the Marnonu to my dan carter the mr peanut butter to my bojack horseman yes i've decided to get in all the references levi won't understand it's none other than george hello george (laughs) <laughs> Hi, Ryan. Out,
1: outstanding uh, intro there. I always get really excited when you're on the pod because it does mean I can actually do some pop culture references, yeah. which were post-1996, because <laughs> Levi's a fantastic man with great hair, but he does really let me down on any film.
0: <laughs> Literally every week I will listen to the podcast that I'm not on. Every week I'm not on, I'll listen to the podcast. <laughs> what I meant to say. Um, and uh, it... Angers me how little that man knows about anything. To be honest, Um, I love him to bits, but it's crazy. Well, we've got we've got some big shoes to fill this week. Apparently,
1: last week's was our most listened to pod of the season, and I wasn't on it, so I'm taking that (laughs) as a bit of a personal affront. I know I have a very, should we say, specialist brand of podcasting. So today, Ryan or Levi, or whatever you want to be called. Uh, let, let's, let's do one for the fans. Let's try and beat Levi's record. Who is away this week because he's away in the charming city of Edinburgh, um, doing what I imagine are quite Christmas, Christmassy, wholesome things, but not with my mum before he brings that up next week. <laughs>
0: Uh, well, I mean, that puts a lot of pressure on us and we don't even have Lauren to turn to to come up with a sensible point, which yeah. um, I feel is a shame. However, I am going to dig into my inner Lauren. Uh, I've been looking at Instagram uh, recently. I mean, it was also at the end of the, the episode so it doesn't feel like I've really been digging into anything that much, but uh, Kenny was uh, talking after his elimination and after he found out that he was going to be staying, and the one thing that really amused me was the fact that he repeatedly said quite a few times so first of all, they spoke to him after he'd been eliminated and he was like, ah, oh, well, I've been eliminated but I get to see my wife and child um, and then when they told him, he was like well, I was looking forward to seeing my wife and child but I guess I'm staying here now and it <laughs> everything that was said last week just I was like yeah he really doesn't still want to be there it really made me laugh um and then we spent and we'll get into the episode in a minute we spent an hour and a bit watching these guys do their thing uh we didn't see a single thing of kenny obviously this isn't the first season where people who have been eliminated have managed to stay in uh but they we normally see them in a house doing something even if it's just you know making dinner or something we didn't see kenny at all so george what in the world was Kenny doing this week actually do you know what I would love
1: if Kenny is just doing the most epic Rocky montage of all time and he comes back Casey stays in because obviously no one ever votes her in she's almost a lock for the final watch her go out next week now I've said that But Kenny comes back and he's just like somehow grown four inches, packed on about 20 kilos of good weight, calls out Fessy in a hall brawl, rips his helmet off and shouts, that one's for Nelson. And then just drags his unconscious um, body to the bell and then rings it with with Fessy's helmet. I don't think that's likely, but... (laughs) (laughs) A boy can dream, Ryan. A boy can dream. So he's either ironed all of his clothes seven times, or he's an absolute
0: behemoth of a man. Ter- Terminator Kenny, just like oh. landing in the middle of the zone, naked, doing the pose, <laughs> and demanding <laughs> demanding all of Nelson's clothes and his motorbike. That's what I want to see. <laughs> Levi's not getting out any of these let's see how many pop culture references
1: we can get into this
0: (laughs) I didn't even do that one on purpose but yeah I
1: I can't wait for the text from Levi when he gets it why are you and Ryan talking about Kenny being naked
0: I already think he's going to hate my introduction so maybe that like maybe I shouldn't make him hate me anymore (laughs) but yeah. yeah (laughs) <laughs> I, I, I yeah i can't imagine like maybe he's just been sleeping for three like hibernating in a in a house somewhere in argentina maybe he's been watching uh the, the challenge australia i don't know like just not sh- i'm not even sure what he could be doing for three days because he honest to god he would just have been on his own it's yeah
1: I, training montage absolute training montage that's what, I I'm, do- I that's what I'm backing why didn't they show us that it's a surprise it'd be like when i actually don't watch wrestling so this isn't going to help but isn't there where it's like hold on is that the undertaker's music and then he comes in from out of nowhere that no oh way kenny doesn't have his own theme tune right sp- question question
0: for the listeners and us at the end, <laughs> like, what would kenny's theme tune gonna be <laughs> he definitely wouldn't have the undertaker's theme tune. No, I can't imagine what it would be um <laughs> anyway don't you, don't you forget about me by simple lines. <laughs> I mean, his face would forget about him. Let's be honest. She said it on a couple of occasions, including this week. And speaking of this week, uh, we get back to the house. Uh, and for one moment, um, I did think that Jordan might have figured out that Kenny was still in the game. Um, because he says uh he says something about uh Casey still being in the game, and that might affect her. But I thought he was gonna stumble across it. Um he runs down his team and says the other team are still stacked uh, then Nanny and Casey discuss Kenny going home, Nanny says that Kenny is a representation of Kenny of Casey, there's too many names here um, and and what she is uh, and which I assume means because he's also very dull um, and they say that he's one of the most respected men in the challenge and I'm not convinced that we saw that
1: No No um... I don't want to be mean because Kenny's just seems to be categorically someone who is clearly a very decent bloke, um, but probably shouldn't be anywhere near reality TV.
0: Yeah, we just and we didn't see anything of him because I'm sure he's not like dull to the extreme that no one spoke to him. I'm sure he had some lovely, deep, meaningful chats with people. I'm sure he spoke about his family a lot. But we just weren't privy to any of that because maybe, like you say, it just doesn't make for a great reality TV show. To to be fair though, the the challenge has got history of doing this when I think
1: it was, no of course it was Battle of Bloodlines, I think it was Anissa's cousin, arguably every cast member said she was hilarious, on the reunion she had some like killer one-liners that had me laughing out loud (laughs) and it doesn't take much screen time to drop in like a couple of jokes or something so if you're going to do what is categorically a fish out of water moment and you're bringing someone who has never done this into reality TV, theoretically they might have no good moments, but Kenny did have some couple of very funny moments in his last episode. Like, um, Fessy, I almost had you or like, look, clearly I'm the number one player in on our team. And you want to get rid of me? Like they're not, they're not all time great lines, but clearly if he's done that, that there should be a few snippets of it. And I think either don't do these fish out of water seasons or give them a little, give them a little bit of a the space they deserve. Cause I think apart from, I think Kenny's probably the only one without a reality TV background, right? Who was on this?
0: Yeah, pretty much. I think,
1: yeah. We've given Kenny more screen time on this pod than he's had in
0: the, <laughs> the season. Like
1: not just this one, like throughout the season. Like, yes, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: He's a great. I mean, he's a great enigma. It'll be what Brian's
0: next article is about. Oh, oh my God! Th- they killed Kenny. You bastards! <laughs> I think he is also a bit hamstrung by the fact that Casey is his partner Uh, because god love her she's not also not hugely exciting and i mean that in the sense that or also in the sense that like she's never going to get thrown into elimination or anything like that and therefore neither is he and so yeah almost skate on by right that's enough kenny chat we have yes exactly (laughs) then then we have nelson and norice chatting and you know he reveals that he thought that they were sending in jordan which is what was discussed last week uh, and didn't find out that Horatio was going to be uh, thrown in until they were in the zone. Nelson says he hates being in the team and that there's a team within a team. It's not looking good that. This is a thread I would pull
1: as much as I possibly could if I was Devon and Jordan. Like, so we, actually, we've seen this before, War of the Worlds 2. The only way the US team got people eliminated was when they did it to themselves. And it's going to be really interesting. And I think they've kind of messed up by letting them know that their dies are staying apart. So it probably is going back to pairs. But if you thought you were staying in the same team all season, you'd have to start getting rid of some players. Because one, you don't want to share the money with that many people. And two, in the nicest way, there's a few people on... I've
0: forgotten what the teams are called. Are they green and orange? Yeah, I think it's green and orange. I don't think yeah. it was green and orange last week. I'm pretty certain during... Last week's podcast, they discussed this and it was like yellow and purple. But then this week it was green and orange. I'm very, I was very
1: confused. I'm going to be really lazy and say Faisal's team and Mariah's team. I, I, and, I mean, I'm, I'm okay with that. Good. Because um, I'm going to do it anyway. But, <laughs> <laughs> but Faisal's team is going to have to try and get rid of at least a couple of their players for in order to win the final. And then probably one or two more to weaken the other team, potentially. And make sure they get a bigger share of the money. So that's what potentially... But at the moment, we spoke about this before we joined, about the challenge production not being able to get out of their own way. I'm really worried they'll make the exact same thing where they twist the format just as it's getting interesting and it'll go back to pairs just as that, like, shit show is about to start.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, we know it's going to go back to pairs at some point just to reintroduce the the people who've been eliminated. So, yeah, it's just... Time dependent, and again, like I think they discussed that last week. How many they think it will be when it gets down to that? Do you think um, Do
1: you think Nelson's overreacting with instantly going? Oh, I
0: can't trust my team, or do you think there's been enough there that he's got a valid concern? Um, I think at this point he's overreacting, but then later <laughs> in the episode he's probably got a reason to be more annoyed. Um, and whilst that m- decision they make in the end might have been validated it's it's the deliberate it's the just discu- i mean we'll get to this i, I don't know yeah. why i'm being coy and vague but I, I i think he ends up with enough reason to be annoyed and i guess maybe um perhaps giving him too much props he can already see what's about to happen you know well um, well we see later he's a much smarter man so <laughs> oh, yeah absolutely <laughs> Um, So after that chat, we get Bananas and Faisal talking, which I'm not convinced that was something I I would have ever thought before this season we necessarily get. (laughs) Um, They reckon that the other team's egos are bruised um, and Faisal claims he tried to make it fair with Mariah and that it was her wanting Jordan and Bananas that made him switch things up. Um, Bananas says some people take their ride and die more seriously that's because some people aren't actually Ryan or dies bananas. That's probably the reason that. Um, and he gives Nery some major props about how good she is. She she's not
1: had a weak moment, but to go to go back to the teams quickly, I don't, I don't really blame Faisal for doing it. Like it's a chance for a million dollars, and you each have an equal number of picks. It's like when you're at school and you're. In, um, in break or recess for our American listeners yes full British pod I forgot about that um, <laughs> we're back. Um, and you have, you play football or soccer or whatever you want to call it and you're like oh one team's so much better than the other it's like you had captains it is not the fault of the opposing team captain if they pick a better team
0: oh 100% and sometimes the weaker team win you know it's all about teamwork it, it, teamwork makes the dream work or some nonsense like that <laughs> I think that's actually the
1: one cliche Devin didn't manage to get in a couple of weeks ago about teams
0: <laughs> yes definitely um, after those two uh, Amber and Mariah are next up to chat uh, Amber doesn't know where she stands right now and she doesn't think she can trust anybody uh, which is actually some incredible foreshadowing when she says <laughs> this to Mariah um, Or, well in her mind it is anyway I'm not convinced it is uh, Mariah says she's now playing her game um, and so she feels that she can trust Amber. Yeah, I
1: think Mariah's actually, I think Mariah's had a few moments this season where she's clear, she's called out that she knows some of the history between the cast. So maybe it's like almost being forced together because Amber's been screwed over before and feels she can trust Amber because Amber needs friends in this game and has Amber's shown to be pretty. I don't remember Amber backstabbing people ever in this.
0: Um, you no, know, I mean again, you know, it's been, we've discussed this at length before. That like a lot of people have called a fake and stuff like that in series, but we've never seen it. Um, and you know, and but then you'll get people like Mariah in this in this situation, and, and 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 later on, there's plenty of people who clearly do like Amber. Like she's not a terrible person in any way. No, I've interviewed her. She's lovely. Yeah, well, there you go, exactly.
1: Yeah, she's very nice. She gave she forgave Levi for dropping the Zoom link four times. I think a lot <laughs> of people would have annoyed with him for that. Shout out, Levi, we love you. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I think there's almost like, where well, there's a really dominant force in this game. You find people pairing up you wouldn't necessarily expect because you're like, shit,
0: I need allies.
1: And that's what this kind of rang to me.
0: Yes, sure. Especially because they're in this four now, when it comes to girl, men and women, you know, or, well, it's not equal anymore, but it was, obviously, there was only four left on their team. And, um, you know, you've gotten, they've gotten, like you say, you've got this one dominant person, they've got Nanny on their team. And it doesn't matter if Nanny's got no other connections in their team. She has the connections on the other team and the other yeah. team are going to save her every time. So it doesn't really matter.
1: And so, we've seen actually
0: like War of the Worlds 2 again,
1: it is better to have a more powerful team, be yeah, to be on the lo- be on a losing team, but have more allies on the winning team and vice versa, 100%. than be a really good player on a team that loses. And no, I can't say that. Levi will say I hate na- yeah. I, I would be <laughs> I would be a bit nervous if I was nanning on this team because arguably she's probably the weakest. I think she beat Nerice in a physical one, just but actually we'll discuss that one later. Um, Sorry, I need to stop getting ahead of myself Bingo (laughs) card (laughs) Classic
0: George Yeah, Yeah, um, (laughs) then we get Jordan saying that the team needs to win because he can't keep picking everyone up when they get down on themselves which again, it seems like uh, feels like new Jordan to me because I guess in the past, if they kept losing, he would have been the one shouting at everyone for keep losing. <laughs> but here he is saying, "No, we're we're going I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep picking everyone up. But obviously, I can't keep doing it."
1: Yeah, which is again, he's seen this stuff before. The parallels between this and War of Wars two actually again quite interesting. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Because he was exactly in that position in this position last time. I do love a good bats against the wall season though. I <laughs> kind of just want eventually it to be Jordan and A and And no, Jordan, Devin, and then two others on that team, just like <laughs> going to town on the opposition. But it won't happen because I never get what I want in this
0: show. <laughs> oh, that's sort of a shame, George. You're a... <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see that. Um... I'd, be so, I'd be so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> um... You'd have to be on a series with Kyle because I'd just love to uh, see your chats in the drunken chats <laughs> in the kitchen later night with, with Kyle. Me and Kyle would not understand each other. We have the most polar opposite English
1: accents. <laughs> yeah, that Austria. is true, yeah.
0: <laughs> but again, that'd be so amusing because like Devin would be like saying that you both sound the same because that's Americans think we all do. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, then the rest of us would be watching it going, what is going on here? <laughs> <laughs> oh. So we head down to the the day's challenge, which is spin class, uh, which I'm surprised at this point isn't sponsored by Hey Dougie. But there we are. Um, The the teams are attached to a big pinwheel and are being spun round. And when it stops, one of them has to answer a trivia question. Yes, that means we know we're going to get TJ laughing hysterically at someone. So, George, first of all, what do we think of this latest twist on Trivia? Before before you saw it, what did you think of uh, the new twist on Trivia?
1: I, I I I don't mind it when they change formats up, so I was kind of okay with that. Um, sp- people spinning around is always very very funny. Um, the Cam Cam and Ashley losing to Paulie and Ninja in elimination on World the world's one because Cam couldn't stop vomiting <laughs> springs to mind. <laughs> It was a little bit too graphic. I think I could have only seen... I could have got away with just seeing her vomit twice, not 17 <laughs> times like she did. But it's... But also, when people are dizzy, it's really funny. And we will discuss it when we get to it, but this does cause some really good moments.
0: Oh, my word. Some incredible stuff. Um, so, Devin rallies the troops and tells everyone not to get any questions wrong, which seems like a fantastic piece of advice for trivia. Great, great, great coaching. This just...
1: Great insight from Devin. That's a, that's the kind of tactical masterclass that only Bill Belichick
0: can come up with. Oh, absolutely. Uh, Norish says she does things like this every day for fun. I assume she means trivia, not being attached to a matter wheel. <laughs> I didn't even make that connection. That's really funny. Uh, so
1: I don't know do anything, but you can put me in a fucking um, gforce trainer <laughs> at Ashnort,
0: and then I'm fine. Yeah, yeah. Questions about general knowledge? Fucking hate them. <laughs> <laughs> bananas then says he want they want the opposition to lose another player, which again is brown breaking stuff. Thanks for that, Bananas. <laughs> Nelly T says he hates trivia, mm, not anymore, uh, and wants to throw up on bananas. Uh, uh, an interesting tactic.
1: And um, and he's had a big breakfast, which yeah. I really <laughs> enjoy. <laughs>
0: I really want to know what he had. Um, Aranisa then calls it, says it's like a big sex apparatus. And the word apparatus is possibly the least sexy thing that anyone could ever call a piece of sex apparatus. It's just not sexy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, God, no. That's just awful. <laughs> I can't even think. Of, normally, I'm quite good at puns, them, but let's. Uh, I don't even want to think about anything involved in that.
0: Yeah, yeah. Apparatus. Um, t- no, lazy. So then, all of them are strapped in to this big wheel. Uh, and Did you say strap in or strap on? There, we, there it is. Um, and uh, I, I was kind of expecting them to be constantly moving and only stopping when they asked the question. But instead, uh, it got we got team orange. No, not Team Whichever team it was, spinning <laughs> um, and then stopping to ask a question and then the other team spinning and stopping to ask a question. they got a question wrong, they spun for 30 seconds or more. So um, most of the questions were about ride or dies. So Amber thinks that the robot in Star Wars is called CP-3PO. So she's adding that Uh She thinks it's a cartoon. So she doesn't know anything about Star Wars. Chauncey is then asked um, about the... Tennis-playing sisters, um, and he doesn't know that it's the Williams sisters. These are not. This is not an intelligent couple. God love them. <laughs> this is not an intelligent couple. They would have the
1: best-looking kids of all time, who would not be capable of crossing roads. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Get on. Maybe we're doing Amber a disservice. Maybe she's just a massive fan of Star Wars Rebels or the Clone Wars. <laughs>
0: But that that must be it. Like, like uh, that's a real.
1: That's a well. That's not really niche. That's a that's a much nicher pop culture reference than even Levi. Would get. <laughs> um,
0: then we get a TJ's laugh montage, which is always fantastic. There is literally
1: nothing better. As uh, someone who's heard that live when we interviewed him, because TJ is a friend of the, friend
0: of the pod, teammate, of the TJ. Pod TJ team. Remember, right? Yeah. Uh, it's just so heartwarming. <laughs> it's, just, it's a wonderful laugh. Um, he loves the the fact that other people are put through hell, which is what makes him laugh. It's just it's, just, it's all round brilliant stuff. Uh, Horatio mm-hmm. doesn't know who Bonnie and Clyde are. Bananas finally knows one. Uh, he gets Thelma and Louise. Um, then there's a question about Disney. Oh, it was Frozen. That's right. Um, Nanny really uh, no Casey really wants to rewatch uh, Frozen. Um, and someone going up
1: to a blonde woman at disneyland saying would you like to be a frozen princess has got like really creepy vibes to me like that that, that, that just screams casting couch and
0: it's (laughs) awful to me and that's a reference that levi might have got Um (laughs) Of, <laughs> 100% comes across as one of those disney adult fans and don't get me wrong that's not necessarily a criticism i do like disney but you can imagine her absolutely loving disneyland or world or whichever. Oh, we're a we, so we, we've had so a site aside we've had um
1: the tv on in the office the last couple of days because you know running up to christmas we're all kind of just judging and bbc one is running the like entire series of the live action disney films we had jungle book on yesterday mm-hmm. and i realized it'd been half an hour of me watching this movie not work as like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i've uh i i I, okay, I also adult disney fan don't mind it i think it's uh um, it makes me very happy and when i'm sad hungover or cold which you know
0: it's december um I, it makes me feel safe how can you not love Disney? I, I, I 100% agree. Um, Nelly T actually gets his question right. This is his season. Brian, get a tattoo design ready, my friend. <laughs> <happier>.
1: <laughs> Brian's going to look like the guy from Memento by the end of this season. <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're yes. oh,
1: hammering the pop Culture references this <laughs> part.
0: Um, Nelson then um, goes back on uh, his impressive moment by farting extremely loudly. It's wonderful. Uh, He's cracking up. TJ's cracking up. Some of his... Cracking is definitely the right word. Um, Some of his team are mortified. It's amazing. It's honestly one of my favourite moments ever.
1: Yeah.
0: One, Casey shouting, I can
1: taste it, was hilarious. (laughs) And also... Oh, no. I don't want to. I don't want to assume your age, but I I am over thirty years years old, and the fact of farts can still make me laugh as much as it did when I was sixteen or twelve or nine. It's just a. It's just a nice little bit of a break from the. world.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. It was absolutely. It was just wonderful. Like I say, Nelly was absolutely loving it. He was, like, cre- almost like creased over because like he just he had his knees <laughs> up in the air. I just, I just loved it it was fantastic he,
1: he could have held that in
0: <laughs> he didn't want to he'd had a big breakfast <laughs> he did what he did bore his team yeah, that is, yeah yeah and in fairness like bananas should count himself lucky that he only had to smell the fart because he wanted to <laughs> he didn't get that um then we have uh fessy looking really impressed that mariah can spell Um, Olivia then think there's two C's and a T in Allegiance, which, uh, interesting. Um, Mariah then... Oh, that's right, yeah. Mariah then proves once again, as has been said several times on this podcast, that we're not convinced they ride or dies. She doesn't know when his birthday is and he doesn't know how many siblings she has. (laughs) Oh, my God.
1: They really shot themselves in the foot by, like, trying to... (laughs) credit give give credit no oh, i don't know. give credit to the theme season by asking those questions like it's just it's been you had amber in the first no sorry chauncey counting answers in amber's name on the first episode and now <laughs> you've got this like if someone's my ride or die i know when their birthday is
0: Yeah, yeah. Look, don't get me wrong, I don't know the birthdays of all my mates. That would be a ridiculous thing to claim. But someone I can't consider my ride or die, I would like to think I could, you know, that I would nail their birthday. Let's
1: test
0: this. When's Levi's birthday, Ryan? Now, see, uh, that, that that feels... Me- no, I do know what it is. It's July. <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I asked you is because I thought you might ask me. I'm not going to lie, I would forgotten. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, I had to
0: think for a um, second. Like, oh, God, no, no, it's July. <laughs> Sorry, we could have edited it out. It'd be fine. No, this is all staying in. Levi just... Oh, yeah, it. 100%. <laughs> Levi's editing this anyway, so I don't even think he'll... He'll, he'll, he'll never... Definitely- <laughs> yeah. Um... What did you? Is that the last question we've got to discuss? Yeah, I mean, I then just put orange team win. Were they orange last week? Because I'm not convinced they were orange.
1: That is the most piss easy set of trivia questions I have ever seen on a challenge episode. I think I only missed. I didn't. I didn't get the frozen one because, be honest, I haven't seen Frozen, and I wouldn't have spelled anisa's last name correctly. um I also didn't know how many siblings Mariah has. To be fair,
0: but I have no reason to know that. <laughs> I, I would be. It would be weirder if you did. Um, <laughs> yeah, actually, I mean, that's as creepy as asking has... Olivia
1: to be a princess at Disneyland.
0: <laughs> the fact that she has six siblings, I guess, might have come up at some point. in if they were, if they'd fo- at some point focused on her and she'd done the whole "I'm doing it for my family," you know, we might have seen that she has six siblings. I don't think we've seen that. So yeah, other than that, when Fessy's birthday is um, the yeah Anissa's surname uh, yeah I was pretty much I don't think I got one wrong like it was yeah. like you say they were it wasn't difficult. I am glad they moved away
1: from multiple choice because yeah. you get because mu- you get much better answers there. Like um, you know, Eden being the first human being on the world, according.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean. They, they so, lived in the garden, it's the Garden of Eden. Why wouldn't Eden live there? I mean, as far as a
1: wild shot in the dark goes, no, it's still pretty shit. Casey yeah. also thought wolves were herbivores. <laughs> Casey doesn't seem dumb, but she might be dumb. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Bet Kenny would have
0: smashed this challenge. Actually, I, I, yeah, I think Kenny. This, this is the challenge that Kenny needed before going home. That would have shown that he had the 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 chance to shine.
1: So, oh, I've got some opinions on what could have made this better in some format stuff I didn't really like. But overall, how did you like this as a trivia challenge?
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I thought it was pretty decent. We've often seen over the years. I think like a, it feels to me that trivia is often a, a great mm-hmm. heights and often over water and stuff like that it's nice to mix, like we said before it was nice to mix it up it's still spinning around is still going to discombobulate you so some people might not get you know so that's the that's the thing i always think of like obviously the questions were easy but when you're put under that pressure and you're spinning around it obviously becomes more difficult so some yeah. of the questions you can't judge people too harshly i guess some of them you can. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, some of them are really easy.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> Romeo and Juliet, like, fuck off. At least they got I, that one right. That's all I'm saying. Also, ironically, they did ride and die, so they yeah. are probably the most ride-or-die pairing of all time. <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't like that it was randomised on who got to answer. Yes. That annoyed me.
0: I don't know if it was editing, but at certain times I'm not convinced it was that random because it was a couple of times there's quite a th- there was more times than not when it went partner uh, it went ride or die ride or die oh, okay so it went like olivia um haracio nelly t narice kind of like that way but it did not happen i don't think it happened every time so i don't know if they edited some of the questions no they wouldn't have done i don't think wouldn't have edited any of the questions I no think.
1: actually you you may be right and i may have just missed that the it other was, format it wasn't too.
0: every time though so i don't oh, know okay so.
1: Maybe they did do it. Maybe they moved it on if someone had already answered, which if they did, fine, I retract my statement. Now, what I do wish they'd done is that both wheels were constantly spinning. And so every time you got one wrong, it got faster and faster.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, it would have been so quick by the end. I don't know, because they're all so dumb. It would have been
1: like there would have been vomit everywhere. Nelson probably would have shot himself. And John Nelson 100
0: percent would have shot himself.
1: Yeah. Um Horatio's hair would obviously have still stayed perfect. Um I I mean I, I don't I don't ever want to see what happens to Brian when Horatio's hair falls out of place. It would just it, it, I imagine it would just be like a lost puppy. He wouldn't know what to do.
0: But oh, yeah. I'm not sure it's possible, to be honest. I imagine that man steps out of like the shower or out of swimming or something, and it's still just like. Have you been imagining Horatio
1: stepping out of a shower? Constantly. Back Constantly. off, Brian will kill you. I know, yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Brian. I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> um, overall, so actually that's it. The cast made this. That's what I was trying to get my head around. Like trivia is only as good as the banter in between the questions as well as the stupid answers you get. Yeah. And this was good for that. And it just shows what having a decent um, cast can do, actually.
0: 100% and again I guess it goes back to the fact that sure we might berate them for being stupid and getting the questions wrong but how boring would a, would a fucking trivia round be if they're just the first five people all got questions right on each team it's like right that's it yeah, <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a really good point yeah <laughs> you are
1: you are completely right that would be terrible
0: <laughs> really is why they should ask slightly harder questions than in who was in the garden of eden and that's what we got what was um what question does any ride or die
1: question stand out that you would have asked? And I've literally not thought about this, so neither of us might have a good answer, so we should
0: probably move on really quickly if we can't think of anything. No, but I was surprised that more of the questions weren't about the ride or dies. Yeah. I would have said
1: what two devishly handsome English blokes do a underappreciated podcast about the challenge. <laughs> you and
0: Levi I presume this is who we're talking about <laughs> <laughs> was sorry cool. Levi <laughs> love you bros <laughs> please don't edit me out of this week's pod <laughs> just Ryan talking to himself yeah that happens most days in fairness um, <laughs> like Norice but I'm not Attached to a spinny thing. Um, they return to the house uh, with the winners, obviously happy and celebrating. Um, however, Casey says that getting the win is scary because she knows that Nanny could be the one going in as it's a uh, woman's elimination, um, and the daggers mean that anything can happen. At this point, did you um, have any th- fears that Nanny might be going in? I say fears. We know that that's what you would have wanted to happen. Sorry, I'm in hot seat. I have to do it.
1: Yeah, (laughs) fair. (laughs) I actually wouldn't judge you for not taking that shot, to be honest. (laughs) Uh, I just don't see a circumstance where it happens because if you call nanny out, you are a hundred percent going in the next week, and it's still for a million dollars. I think the only way it would happen is if there's someone down in the sand. And you just categorically So actually next week. It could next week. It could happen because there's three people left, right? You're going to be safe and throw the other one in. But sure. this week, you're not. You don't really want to be the person voted in. Um, and I just didn't see a way that was ever going to happen this week. There's too much power. On the, I mean, Casey and Bananas is um, those two are going to get what they want. Yeah,
0: 100. And likewise, the your. Nanny's teammates aren't gonna vote her in because she's strong, she's a she's a strong player, so they know if she comes back and also you get Casey on your on you the following week. So if you lose again the next time it's a women's elimination, you know that you're going in. So it's just pointless. Yeah,
1: the only way it will happen is if there's no choice. Like if it's uh if it was a if it was a puzzle elimination and it's your choice is nanny or naris, you're calling out Nanny.
0: Sure, 100%. So, now we get time for everyone's favourite time of the week. Here we go, George. Can we nail this? In three. Club, Club night! night. Oh, I'm not convinced we got there. No, um, no. So, uh, obviously, there's the usual dancing and malarkey. My, possibly <laughs> my favourite moment of the entire show. Tori is dancing in front of uh, Devin and Nelson, sitting at, uh, sitting at a table, Tori turns to Nelson and says, how are you doing? I'm just trying to keep things elevated. And literally a split second later, Nelson just turns to Devin and says, I fucking hate this team. <laughs> <laughs> just the, the timing, the, the comedic timing is so on point. It's amazing. Yeah. Nelson, Nelson has doubled down on the comment. Sorry, go on. I was just going to go go through everything else. Okay, oh, uh, yeah, go ahead. That him and Reese are at the bottom of their teams. And Devin thinks that this is good for his team. This is what you were saying before about, you know, letting people know is probably not the best idea.
1: Yeah. It's uh, especially like Devin was on, I think Devin was on Bananas podcast recently and just says like, he completely left his morals for this season by the wayside and was really, really to screw people over. So where you've seen him like support Nelson earlier, you just know like he is going to categorically take any advantage. Well, you actually don't. Maybe Nelson still thinks it's his mate and you could just... Devin... I, I, I don't judge Devin for doing this. i I try and cause any form of disharmony in that team as, I, as long as I possibly could.
0: Yeah, and I mean, you know, he got the information freely. He didn't pry or anything. So, yeah, yeah it was all good. Uh, Amber sounds pretty down talking about Chauncey. Bananas then asks Mariah which way she would vote um, if she was if if it was if she was in her situation, um, and she tells him not to throw in Naree or Nanny, uh, but he says he's leaning towards Naree. Mariah thinks that Bananas isn't sneaky, um, but I feel like she might be blinded by the fact that she wants his, you know, um, his, bana- his banana. Yeah, wants bananas, banana. Yeah, no, there we go, <laughs> uh, Taras. Uh, Tarasio, Tori and Horacio what a great couple name that would be that is great (laughs) that was totally by accident but there we go Uh, Tarasio taught game uh, and she doesn't want to be angry at Norris for dating Jordan uh, but very much sounds like that's going to be what leads her decision Um, I mean I could jump ahead but you know so that was club night Um, anything uh, jump out of you there George? no
1: I don't like club night. It's only fun when they get really drunk and they've stopped doing that. And yeah, uh, also listen, um, there's nothing, there was nothing in there that was a big revelation apart from maybe when Nelson and Devin won, but it didn't go far enough for it to be really interesting.
0: Yes, yeah, no, I, I, I totally get that. Um, I mean, look, at this point when Tori says that she doesn't want to be angry at Norris, we are pretty certain that she's going to vote in Norris, right?
1: Yeah, I, it's categorically what's it's always going to happen. It's the double whammy of it being like a, less ties a rookie and Norris is good. Yes,
0: yeah, yeah. And the fact that she's banging Jordan, it's not going to help. <laughs> um, Tori, Nanny, Casey and Anissa back at the house uh, start to discuss the vote. Nanny says they all want to go to the final together. I'm not convinced that can happen, surely. All... all- <laughs> Um, she doesn't want to be up against Narice and Mariah for the dagger as she won't get saved, uh, which is interesting actually. Um, Tori's eyes are lock- looking at the rookie girls. Neither have been in elimination and it's their time, especially Narice's. Why is it especially narice's? There's nothing there's nothing that splits Narice and Mariah. So why especially Narice's time? I wonder <laughs> oh yeah. Just be honest. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> I think so. The, the only other example
1: of this you is when Final Reckoning, which I'm currently re- re-watching, and when you binge it, it is a great season, um, <laughs> including the best trivia of all time when they electrocute people. But it's... Kyle actually admits, uh, I want to send Paulie home because he's flirting with Car and it makes me very, very jealous. <laughs> <laughs> and honestly, I would have more respect for Tories. goes, yeah, don't really like seeing it. Bye-bye.
0: Yeah, 100%. Rather than being very, I mean, it's not even vague, but like coy about it. Like, oh, it's especially Norris's time to go in. Yeah.
1: We'll in in Tories defense, to if I was in that position, Norris would be the one I'd want to get rid of, to be fair.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, but Mariah is also a very good player. I mean, she proved in that, mi- in that mini final, the fact that they won. Yeah, that
1: game, but the I series. would say, I'd say Mariah is competent at a lot of things. Nereese is also competent at most things, but then exceptional at a couple. And, they're, and that's the point Bananas makes later. Oh, like nice. So I, I do see that. What, and there are cert- So I reckon because of the puzzle thing, right, and her fitness, Nereese could drag that team to an unexpected win. I haven't seen much of Mariah, which says that she's got that X factor, which can turn a loss into a win. She's done like he's let her team down, but I don't think she's going to make them win. Whereas I think Noreen could do that. So that's where, that's where I actually have got a, bit, a little bit of time for Tori's thing. Um, but also if she's just playing coy with it as well. As, and I don't like seeing her with my ex.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So then we do head to deliberation. Uh, Elisa Anisa runs down brilliantly uh, who the strongest woman on the opposition is, or the, not who she is, but why they're all strong. Uh, Nelly T opens up about how he's feeling about the team, which is actually I thought was good to see. Uh, Nanny says she sees uh, a lot of... So then we get Nanny in. She says she sees a lot of friends up there, uh, but knows that go that goes out the window this late in the game. Uh, Mariah says she is not interested in being the main vote, but isn't sure who it should be. Uh, she claims that as a rookie, she isn't a threat. Amber then doesn't goes in and says she doesn't think that anyone has had her back up so now and asks for people to have her back this time, which I, I thought was a bit of a potentially a risky strategy. Uh, Norris understands it will be a hard decision, Nelly T opens up about how thankful he is to her for everything she's done for him this season, which, again, was a really nice moment. Uh, she doesn't play herself down, unlike Mariah. And Bernardo makes her talk herself up, which I thought was really smart, because obviously he wants to keep Mariah there. Uh, Tori says Norris is a threat uh, and really pretty. Uh, Johnny thinks if Norris is out of that team, they're going, then their team is going to win everything, because they've got rid of the strongest player. Uh, Nelly says they should wait to see what the elimination is and if it's a puzzle they shouldn't send Norise down because she's going to win Bananas wants to weaken their team and Fessy rightly points out that last week they agreed that they were going to do that and didn't do that and Nelly <laughs> agrees with it and is kind of like yeah that's what we were going to do last week and then we sent in Kelly um, anything to pay you from the deliberation oh, there's a lot going on there isn't there <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it would have been amazing if Nelly T had just called Tori out and just said, you only want to get rid of Nourish because she's fucking Jordan. Like, that would be. <laughs> really He's the only cast
1: member who actually would be short-sighted enough to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 100%. <laughs> um, I, I actually found it quite an interesting deliberation because it was a lot of um, smile to your face but while well, holding a dagger behind your back kind of thing. And it was, oh, I just... Everyone had very... Actually, you'll appreciate this because you of, of where you work. They were fucking media-trained answers. <laughs> They've all got a load of coaching. And I, I don't know if media-trained... I think it has, actually. I think it's well-known in the States. But it's when you're just like, you lose and you've had an appalling game and one of your teammates is really fucked up and you just go, "Ah, oh, boys gave 110%. We just want to thank the fans. I want to thank yeah. God and I want to... Yeah, and we'll be back next week to give we'll 100 Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can almost, you could AI it really easily. And that was, they all had clearly been given three bullet points, hit those, be polite, make no enemies.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. On your team or the opposition team, say nothing that can be used against you in the future. Get out of there. Yeah. Whereas what I would have liked is
1: if say you had someone, so Jordan last week in deliberation was great because he basically just threatened them all. Um, which was awesome. I think theoretically Tori might have done that if she was on the other team, um, or like sure. Casey if she didn't have Nanny's protection, maybe. But it was um, th- the the girls on the the team who were in deliberation day don't quite have that "I can beat anyone at anything" thing, and I think that's what was missing. But they all they all played the game really well. Nothing to really call cool out and. I was waiting for someone to set fire to, to a lamb to a fuse for it. Yeah. I think
0: that one <laughs> might, might, of, might have been at risk of doing that was Amber just because she can play. She sometimes plays quite emotionally. So, yeah. You know, with Michelle a couple of weeks ago, randomly getting very emotional for no reason. So, like, that I guess was probably the, the closest we got, but I don't think she was ever going to do it this time around.
1: Yeah, that's actually really fair. She probably could have been the one to do it. And she does say something at the start, though, doesn't she, about Nelson having voted her down
0: before? Yeah, so she basically says she doesn't trust anyone and it's kind of thanks to Nelly throwing her in kind of thing. Yeah, but then he just goes, hi. yeah, yeah, (laughs) 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 just
1: completely completely defuses it by being a big, goofy, lovable idiot. Oh, my God, (laughs) Nelson's my (laughs) Lampador. Yes, that's spot on. If I get a new... If I get a new dog, I'm so calling it Nelly T. <laughs>
0: That'd be amazing. Um, Nanny tells Amber she's going to save her if if uh, they're in the dagger pool. Uh, Chancey says she's, he's nervous for Amber and doesn't know what he'd do if she left. Mariah tells Olivia she doesn't want to go against Norris. Olivia thinks Mariah is struggling without Fessy, which I thought was an interesting statement. Uh, Mariah tells Nanny she'll save her in the dagger pool. Nanny says she'll do the same thing. Wait a minute. (laughs) Uh, She reveals that she'll be 100% saving Uh, Amber, though, when she does her um, confessional, that's the word. Uh, Amber and Mariah both want the elimination to be physical because they think they'll have a better chance. Uh, Narice speaks to Tori. Oh, yeah. Amber says she... uh, Amber also at that point says that she doesn't want to reveal anything to Mariah because she thinks she's trying to like extract some information about how, which I'll get back to in a minute. So then Naree speaks to Tori. Uh, she says that she made a selfish decision and thinks she fucked up by hurting Tori. Tori says she's been through a lot. Naree thought Tori and Jordan were on the same page. that They weren't getting back together. Tori says she would never have done that to another girl. And if Jordan had never wanted anything, he shouldn't have led her on. And Tori says she doesn't want it all to be right in front of her face. Again, I mean, again, this feels like Tori should be angry at Jordan and not Norice. But then I guess it's always inevitable that some of it is going to splash onto her. Yeah, i can to try and do it this
1: seriously as well. Tori has fucked up on this stuff in the past. I would have had a lot more respect for her if she said, I've made similar mistakes. I'm not mad at you. Don't worry. Let's move past it. Um, and that would have been quite a nice moment and I'm not going to call out her mistakes because that's rude and we all know them right but I don't like people who live in glass houses throwing stones and that was this rang a bit glass house to me
0: yeah I mean look there's a lot of hypocrisy on the challenge we know that because every time someone needs a reason for something they'll come up with a reason that is often hypocritical because they've done the same thing or the same thing has happened or you know so it it happens a lot but this one felt because it was more of a personal thing rather than a specific challenge thing that yeah it was very it was pretty hypocritical or it could could have been anyway um and yeah i guess i I just look at the the Marie situation thing it's not really on her is it yeah
1: exactly it's like don't shoot, it's not the messenger, but it's like, it's, it's, it's not, it's not like Barb's actually flying at Norris. Yeah, 100%. And also it would have been a very good moment for Tori to go, but look, categorically you're also a really strong competitor, so I'm probably going to throw you in anyway.
0: Yeah, again, (laughs) just being honest, 100%. Um, I do, I do
1: miss the, I know it's shit gameplay, but I really like the whole, I'm coming for you. I'm coming for you. Shit. So, like, I think Corey's the worst example. Oh, that. that
0: was that was what sprung to mind as well. Yeah. And, it, and it is genuinely
1: hilarious when it happens. Um, but yeah, it, it this was this was what should have happened in that conversation. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I'm sure, I mean, you can also criticise Norris for basically not having this conversation with Tory until the moment she feels like she needs to sa- try and save herself, because she's not stupid. She knows what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> so Anyway, now it is elimination time, and we head down to the zone. Um, and what's interesting this week is that three people didn't vote for Norris, but they all didn't vote for Norris and voted for other people. So three people had one each. Norris got all the other votes. Um Tory claims it's not personal, but Jordan is not having it in the slightest. Uh, Devin says it's straight. He just calls it out. Uh, Nanny is actually pretty relieved not to pull the safe dagger, probably because she made deals with both of them. Um, Amber... Uh, who wouldn't? So this is the point. Amber said she didn't want to give Mariah any information about two minutes ago. Um, now <laughs> claims that she feels closer to her than Mariah is to Nanny, and feels like she's been backstabbed essentially when Mariah sticks to her promise and saves Nanny. Any <laughs> uh, surprising that Mariah saved Amber, Nanny, and that is now Amber versus Naree? No, I actually think. If Mariah was going to
1: follow the friendliest line, she would have saved Amber. Sure. But Mariah's following the smartest line is her saving Nanny because next time she can call that out to Case and go, look, I had a chance to call your girlfriend to not save your girlfriend last time. I did the good thing. I don't want to be the main boat this year as a thank you for that. And (laughs) those conversations might have happened already off camera as well. Um, But yeah, it was... Poor, I'm just sad for race. I love her. Uh, <laughs> she's so
0: hot and cute. Unbelievable. <laughs> and also, also smart. Ticks all the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I, I, again, I, I think uh, Mariah made the right decision, if nothing else, because she actually made a promise to um, Nanny. They made an, a deal. Sure, she didn't know N- Nanny also made the same deal with Amber, but that's by the by. But Mariah didn't make the same deal with, with Amber. So, therefore, the only decision she could make... Now we're playing pato ball, which uh, brawl, sorry, which is pole wrestle, but it's a ball and they've and it's got handles on instead of it being a pole. It's a very simple um, elimination. So uh, we get a bit of paramore, which was a great song choice, I thought. Uh, Jordan wow. says round one is a doozy. Fantastic word, Jordan, uh, and he's right. They really go at it. Uh, Amber is unbelievably flexible. And she eventually takes round one out after a lot of grappling on the ground. It's a real dogfight. Um, but the position she gets in, don't want to sexualize this, but it's genuinely incredible how she managed to contort her body and eventually just pry the ball out of Narice's hands. And she basically does the same thing again in round two. Uh, it's 2 0, it's a whitewash. And we unfortunately have to say goodbye to Narice. So, what do we think of this elimination, George?
1: Okay, chronologically, song choice, fucking great. <laughs> um, I, clearly, the person doing the music choices for this season was a angsty teenager in 99 because last week was my most played song of the year from my Spotify rap, which was Break Stuff by Limp Biscuits. Yes. My friend Jess, who's actually never had a shower on this pod, is such a massive Paramore fan. I think it was involved in her wedding ceremony. And, which is awesome, and this is what, and she has done stuff like emo brunch, where this entire like, and I think Hayley Williams might be her god. So this song, great as well. So I'm really enjoying the elimination song choices. Awesome,
0: um, it just reminded me this was a much better emo song than the week that they did emo song v- much earlier in the. Uh, oh yeah, with Jack with two K's um, and uh whoever um Jay. I, Shame hey, of two Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, because that wasn't really an emo song. It was a punk rock song. And it's been annoying me ever since because I wasn't on that week. Um, and I finally get to say, that wasn't an emo song. Shut up. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <fair enough.
1: laughs> no, Enjoyed it. Um, okay, let's do the Amber thing very quickly so I don't sound like a pervert. The, the interview with her and Chauncey after was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. I've yeah. seen that movie before. Where? Um In bed. <laughs> so <laughs> so quite good delivery from chauncey uh and then there's something else where he goes um where would you say that when well, i was doing yoga yeah and somewhere else um i bet those two just spend their entire time shagging <laughs>
0: glorious pretty person yeah. sex yes well
1: i want i will never know what that's like but i heard it's great <laughs>
0: I'm sure uh, It's wonderful. <laughs> uh
1: i liked the change up with the ball actually it yeah. made it I think because you could almost get it closer to you it gave the smaller person a bit more of a chance
0: mm-hmm.
1: whereas with like the pole you've got chance to engage more strength and when you're coming it from a slightly wider angle you get more um elevation on it so you're naturally increasing your own strength but when you bring it closer to the thing you actually have less of it so it's minimizing the advantage of a stronger person which was real and there are a couple points where I thought Amber was about to win like within five seconds in round one. Then Nerisse got it back, and it yes, was a very really sure. good battle. Like, they did. I think Nerisse's stock has only risen from that as well, and she already was really high. Amber winning didn't surprise me, but the way she won was really impressive.
0: Like, being able to. Have you ever seen the film Never Back Down? No, I haven't. Is, I'm, I'm afraid this isn't a reference I gotta get, get. Yeah, to be fair, That was a
1: real reach. But I think there's
0: a um there it's it's like street
1: MMA stuff. Um it's really shit but quite entertaining simultaneously. And then but it's got um the guy from Blood Diamond in it is the coach. The guy who finds his diamond is trying to find his kid and just, just okay. adds a bit of, adds a bit of credibility to the film. And he's the coach in it and goes, you can always change your body position and that's how you win these fights. And I just had that in my head the entire time. And it does (laughs) Yeah. People are probably quite scared of Amber. Well, not scared of Amber though, because it means Amber can win in a very different way in that kind of physical elimination as opposed to someone who's just brute strength.
0: Yeah, 100%. And I mean, I'd be intrigued to know how long the first one lasted because it very much felt like the second one... I, I know it wasn't, like, a straight, like, she just grabbed it. There was a bit of a tussle, but he definitely felt, I mean, that second one was definitely a lot shorter. And I, I'm guessing that just the absolute intensity of that first fight just probably finished Nereese off in terms of, like, being able to. Uh, well, it was relatively, like,
1: for double agents when we had Gabby and Nanny, and then Gabby won round one, but it took so much out of her.
0: Yeah. I mean, I know
1: um, Nereese didn't win that round one, but. I imagine she was drained after that first one. But it's. I like it when both people come out of eliminations really well. Um, I think Sean Lineker and Idris was another example. Yes, got Sean in there. You're welcome, Levi. Excellent. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I, I I liked it. I thought it was a really good elimination. Um, you know, all I was thinking, though, was, God, I hope this comes back when Faisal's team loses. Because... <laughs> any of those four going against each other is just going to be like
0: titanic <laughs> yeah you're watching pacific rim <laughs> <laughs> also and i mean this gets talked about a lot but imagine if jordan had had to be in that elimination and because obviously we've seen him do stuff physical stuff like that before but to actually have the two handles to hold on to the two handles it would have been put him at a huge disadvantage
1: Yeah, I don't ever want to see Jordan in a pole wrestle. The Total Madness one made me really, really sad. Um, And made me... It was when I first really started to dislike Faisal because he celebrated it and like, come on, mate, you've got 30-odd kilos, seven inches, and three fingers on the bloke, (laughs) like a bit of class. Uh, But yeah, sorry, I don't mean to... I shouldn't constantly for that to end. But yeah, honestly, really, really good elimination round
0: yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, as you say, both women came out of there looking really. Strong. Is that number five and one now? I think, yeah, it's no, four, Four and
1: one. Four and one.
0: Yeah. Jesus, sneaky good elimination record. Yeah, she's got a very good elimination record. Uh, TJ gives them both um, a really huge compliment and he says he hopes to see Nereese in the future. Oh, you sly dog, you TJ. Uh, Jordan, <laughs> says, Jordan then says he wants to see it outside the game um and he says that they uh, that he that she is heading back to LA where he lives which again John, I'm sorry but you, you're wrong mate you, you're just you're an idiot she's not heading back to LA at all um uh, Nelly says uh her leaving is going to hurt him a lot um and she then shouts that she wants him to get the W um, and then of course they all head back to the house uh, and Reese gets brought back in, um, as Kenny did last week. And she actually, she, I mean, she was very emotional. She's already in tears. And then she basically breaks into tears of happiness when TJ says that she's still got a chance of coming back. Um, so first of all, what do we think her chances of actually coming back are? Because last week, obviously, we probably feel that Kenny's got a really good chance of coming back because Casey is unlikely to go home before the final. The way Nelly T's playing, do we think he's going to stay all the way to the end? Yeah, I think I can see him
1: actually doing it. Um, I don't. I think he's probably uh, the problem is the people, if they do lose and they go in. I think he's probably going into elimination. No, maybe he's not. I don't know. It's really tricky to predict actually on that team because I think Chauncey's definitely going in for that team. That's why they're keeping him if they lose. And then between Faisal, Johnny and Nelly, you'd argue Faisal and Nelly should protect each other. So he's probably in quite a good position. But yeah, I think I'd actually love Nelly and um, Norris to win this season. That'll make me really happy.
0: Yeah, I mean it'd be a huge win, absolutely massive for him to to get get after those fifty four losses and never looking like he could could do it. And then if he managed to do it, it would be amazing. She's been absolutely brilliant for him. Everything. I mean, he was so complimentary throughout the whole episode, basically. But because he, he he knows, I mean, he's not an idiot, you know. And and she has been phenomenal. Um so, well, that's oh actually a really good point though, because
1: we've always a lot of people always said Nelson can win, but he needs the right partner. And Norris is his perfect partner for yeah, it. It just absolutely. covers everything. Um, she won't slow him down and she'll speed him through the bits he can't do.
0: Yeah, and she really trusts him and wants to work hard for him and that's the other thing, like, you know. Yeah, but
1: that is obvious, which means that people like Bananas, Casey and Kenny are going to clock it and realise they have to go home if yeah. it goes back to Pairs. So it it all depends on when they... Sorry, if, but I think when they go back to pairs. Um, Because otherwise, I would say, arguably, Norese and Nelson are one of the strongest
0: pairs in the game. If they make that final, they have an unbelievable chance of winning it.
1: I can only see Faisal and and Mariah are probably up there with them. Um, Tori and Devon as well. That would
0: actually be a really good final if it was those three. Also, guaranteed a new winner. Yes, yeah, which obviously Devin will love, even if he loses, because that's his big thing. Yeah, I don't believe that. It's him. He wants to win. I want there to be a new winner, and I want it to be me. (laughs) If he got to a final where there was three people who could possibly be new winners, and he didn't end up winning, he would be fuming. Yeah. Imagine if it was against Josh. That would have been hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh we've missed josh's stupidity at times this season haven't we
1: i'm glad he's got a break but yeah i i would warm to josh by the end of it
0: yes yeah yeah that's right i forgot about that um, what what do we think of the episode then as, as a whole i thought it was really good actually i thought it was an incredibly strong episode
1: i um the cha- the daily challenge was probably a little bit dull but was elevated by the cast members perfectly which is what you expect from trivia a yep. lot of game drama, really good elimination. I'd say, yeah, arguably best of the season.
0: Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it was right up there. Like you say, we got we got bits of everything that you would you uh, you kind of hope for from an episode. Um, yeah, you know, I, the the worst part for me was the fact that Reese was eliminated. Um, <laughs> but also, I mean, really, yeah. a really great Sorry. player to watch. They, she's been really entertaining throughout. Agreed. Also, imagine her and Kenny just hanging out. They're going to have the best time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I hope she gets on with Kenny. I can't imagine anyone not, like, anyone disliking Kenny. So yeah. at least there isn't, like, I mean, I guess from a, a small point of view, that's a shame. Imagine if the, you know... Small I, point of view? Is that a dig at Kenny? You bastard! <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, uh, imagine if... Um, I mean it wouldn't have happened because imagine if Tori and Jordan had been the first two knocked out and they'd been in the house together. That would have been that then we would definitely would have seen the house.
1: Oh, that's so um yeah, that would have been really entertaining. If they would have just sat on separate sides of the room.
0: I'm just I mean, I say house, I'm assuming they're in a house and that they haven't just put Kenny in a hotel in Argentina somewhere and he's enjoying himself and waiting for a fit. Cause it's quite because if it isn't till the final that they go back to pairs, which we're kind of... I think that's essentially, like, the suggestion, then they could be there for a good few weeks in that, like, waiting around. Oh, yeah. You're, you're talking, like, five or six episodes. And
1: I think yeah. it's one episode for half a week, if, if they're quick. That's yeah. a long it was time.
0: Like, it's like three weeks for Ke- for Kenny. It's enough time to get hench, mate. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Or, and, or for, yeah. for Kenny to come back and take phase on the whole bro. Oh my! I am the best physical competitor of all time. Duh. And to Kenny. <laughs> Boom. Just like the, um, like Kenny walking in, like the water shaking at the back of the car in Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> good, very good pop culture reference. <laughs> <laughs> um, in nineteen ninety three.
0: Ryan pulls Ryan pulls one out the bag. <laughs> uh, um, Mariah's team have now lost two people. Uh, do we think that they can mount some sort of comeback, especially now that, in the nicest possible way, they've now lost a really good player as well as quite an average one? Oh, that was
1: really sweet of you. Yeah, I was um, when when they came back on the puzzle. I was on the trivia thing. I was like, yes, they need to lo- they need to win this one to at least keep it interesting. I can, unless and again. We can just replay any sodding episode from last season where we were talking about teams. Unless the producers start gearing challenges towards at least making having less numbers an advantage, we're just in for a season where they get steamrolled and it's not very entertaining. Sure. So, yeah. and it's going to be, it's a guys week next week. Um, ugh, yeah, just annoying.
0: Trying to think, so who have we got on the on that side for the guys team? We've got Jordan, Devin, and who's the third? Horacio. Horacio, yeah, so I mean is going in again um, and then it's Horacio versus either Jordan or, or Devon which, I mean, that could be interesting. I was going to say, like they, they need something speed-based but even that doesn't help them because Faisal and Nelson
1: are sodding quick. Yeah, yeah, 100%. It, the, sorry, this is rude. The only way they'll win is if it's endurance-based. Um, team endurance because Aldrich's side and Nisa's on the other side.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I mean, the thing is like I say like I mean it cuz it's a guys week it will they there's some interest if they lose because it pits, it at some point it has to pit Devon against Jordan to decide who goes in um between the two of them whether that's whether they the opposition decide that or whether one of them has to pull the dagger to decide that but then that's yeah. the thing I guess because there's only 3 of them it's not going to be a choice of someone saving someone, so it's just going to be if Devon pulls the the dagger, he stays, and if Jordan pulls the dagger, he stays. So there isn't really much game involved in that, but we will at least see one of them in an elimination. So there's a possibility of losing someone big, but you don't you'd you'd rather be you rather the team that have still got all their players lost, I guess.
1: Yeah, and I, I mean, for, for the for the guys, I want to stay in three of three of them, and probably three of the top ones are on that team. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't mind Faisal getting going home because he's never been eliminated, and it'd be funny. Um, sure. Chauncey has grown on me a bit, like, but I, I wouldn't. Obi really want him to say it. Nelly. I'm kind of rooting for, and Johnny I find really entertaining to have on a season. So yeah. I think the love of God.
0: Lose, I hope they lose next week. Because also I want to see what Devon's like in power. <laughs> Let's be honest, we all want like, to see Bessie versus Chauncey in some sort of physical elimination.
1: That's yeah, what
0: that's- I think. Yes, exactly. Still, though, I don't
1: think Chauncey's that tall. I no. thought Chauncey was 6'2 pre-season. I think he's actually closer to 5'9, 5'10. Yeah. And I just there's very Okay, as you know, that's not true. brawl when you can get low, um, but he's just so
0: much heavier. It's although I think who do you reckon stronger, Chauncey or Nelson? That'd be an interesting one. I mean, we—I don't have we seen Chauncey's strength yet. They haven't really done anything. Not really. Yes, strength. Whereas we know Nelly is quite is pretty strong. So it'd be, it's a tough one to call. I think it could be Nelly. It really could. Yeah. I, do you know the the other thing that would be interesting is if we got Fessy versus Chauncey in some sort of puzzle, but a puzzle that I mean, I guess. If it was a puzzle, the only problem is that they would get help from people, and Fessy yeah. would get more help. But if but- they were one on one and there was no way of helping them, that would make for interesting viewing. For the opposite reason to the sh- to the, the help, the, the F- 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 Faisal's not bad at puzzles, mate. Like no, he's actually- uh, he kind of
1: I think the Reddit kind of goes a bit overboard on like he's big and he's dumb because they hope he's got a weakness. The only thing we've seen him be shit at is eating. And yes, that's true. Yeah. And that's mainly because we don't know whether he was actually trying whenever he was eating. He's, he's a very good all round challenger yeah, um, that's as that's a person. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves something to be desired, but yeah, it's a. Uh, I don't know. I think it, we need we need the next week's episode to go that way. Otherwise, my interest is going to rapidly drop off.
0: Yeah, it's gonna. That's and that's the That's the problem with going to teams is the fact that as soon as you start, as soon as there's one team is better than the other. And obviously they can't guarantee that. But the fact of the matter is you can't not guarantee that either. Whereas when it was pairs, it was always fair. Now, of course, there's some pairs that are weaker than others, but... That's just life, you know. When they're when if they were doing it all singularly, there's some people who are better than others. That's just the way it is. So you don't mind that there is, but there's no there's no huge difference. But as soon as you do that with teams, you open up the possibility, and that that in that therein lies the problem. And the teams, a team season in and of itself isn't necessarily a bad thing because the fact that this was shaping up to be a really good season, and now getting towards that point where it could shape up to be certainly this bit could be the average part of the season and it might get better when we get back to pairs even if it's just for the final but it's just that little yeah it's
1: it's completely rare and it's just a bit frustrating the the challenge will always leave like the biggest what could have been to me out of any other so like if we hadn't had d get edited out i think total madness could be an all-time great season sure um and same with Spies, Lies and Allies. What if you had to stay in pairs and then they didn't, um, sorry. Yeah. Same with Spies, Lies and Allies. What if you had to stay in pairs and you couldn't just vote the rookies in as well? Like, they're so close, but yet so far on every <laughs> damn season. It's And it's one thing. Yeah. And then maybe I'll be complaining about something else because I'm a whiny little bitch.
0: Of course. I mean, it's the the, the nature I don't of don't agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that bit specifically, but I mean like the nature of fandom is that you will always there'll always be something that you that people complain about, and there'll always be some way that you want to make it perfect. But then at the same time, there's nothing wrong with critiquing stuff because if it doesn't, if you say that everything is brilliant, it does, arguably doesn't get better. So there's 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 no problem with finding fault. God, that's a really wise point. We should end on that because that's never happened in the history of this podcast. <laughs> in in which case, um, that's it for this week. Uh, We will, of course, leave you with the trailer for next week. But before that, uh, thank you very much, George. As always, it has been a pleasure. You can catch up with us um, at the, uh, I've lost it now, uh, the Instagram. Uh, We are at challenge react on Instagram and you can carry on the conversation also on the Reddit, of course, where we will be there to discuss everything from the challenge thank you very much for joining us this week and i'm sure we'll be back next week whoever of the five of us it is if we keep on this track it's gonna end in tragedy i hope everyone's ready to get away you did this right now not me don't blame this on me jordan is just making this game increasingly more difficult for me fan.